Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. And this is Tara. Hello. Jill. So this is like an etiquette yet, I don't know, how do you, like, I want to know your opinion. It's, it's etiquette, but it's also like, how do you handle this? Okay. So somebody reached out to me. I haven't seen them in a long time. Let's have, they're like, I want to get together. So they say, you let me know when you can. And I said, okay. So I give them a date. But they can't do it. So then they come back and said, um, let's just revisit sometime in January. So, okay. So I take that as they'll then come and tell me when they want to get together mm-hmm. to revisit in January. Am I right? I mean, not necessarily. I think I think it's like a mutual let's just reconnect in January. Who reached out to who? They reached out to you originally? They reached out to me and said, I would like to. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then I said, great. I sent the date. And then they couldn't do that date. Yeah. So then they said, well, let's revisit in January. So yeah. I take that as maybe that they should maybe then come back to me. I'm not being a stickler. I'm just trying to figure out what do you do? I don't think it really matters. Like, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think if you want to wait, because it's only the fourth, if you want to wait for them to reach out to you, that's fine. But I think it'd be totally fine just to re- just to write again and say, hey, happy new year. Just wanted to reconnect. Let me know what works. If you want them to, to suggest a time, let me know what works for you. Got it. Um, and and I, it's early January and I'm not even, I don't, and by the way, I don't really mind if we meet or not. <laughs> Like, it's totally fine either way. But I just didn't know, like, you know, how do you... Like, it's an interesting way to leave something, though, right? Let's revisit in January, so... I mean, I think it's, like, it's kind of... It's not unreasonable at the end of the year just to be, like, let's just revisit in January because there's so much going on. But if it were, like, at the end of... If you were in, like, January and they were, like, let's revisit in March, that would be weird. (laughs) So, <laughs> like let's revisit like because you don't really want to get together then do you well that's the thing the revisit feels a little bit like I'm not sure if I really want to get together with you it would have been useful to do it in 2023 but it's not it may not be in 2020 do they want to get something out of the meeting is there like a something there that maybe is no longer important I'm trying them? to not like be a therapist about it but that's <laughs> initially my feeling is I mean, not that and it was very busy at the end of the year, and that's totally fine. And um, But to say revisit kind of makes it seem like, I don't really know if I want to get together with you, but I put it out there. So I'm going to take it as that, because that was kind of my gut feeling. You should always go with your gut. So I'm just going to like let it play out how it plays out, because I just I personally would have never said, let's revisit, you know, whatever. Um, you would have just set a date, or you would have just Or I would have said, I'll you know, or I would have already, or I would have reached out. I don't know. I would personally, I would have never said revisit because I'm more, I think that's too like, I don't know if I really want to be like, it, yeah, it's a little bit like, that's what it sounds like a little bit, but it also could just be somebody, you can't read too much into this. It could just be somebody who's like running around on the fly. It's a busy season. They're on their phone. They want to respond because they want to be responsive to you, right. but they, they don't know what to say yet. They don't know when they're available, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like pounding it out on their phone, which I hate. I would rather just like, I don't need the response right away. Just like go back and sit down and do it properly. But I get it. Like I I know 
I know people who yeah. do that. And, you know, it could take it either way. But I think I'm just going to, you know, let it play itself out because I wasn't the one who originally reached out anyway. So, yeah. but, you know, these are good conversations to have. And I do appreciate what you're saying about you can't read too much into text. This is so true. You cannot. And I really don't try to at all. But I feel like most of us have been in a situation like this where you're like, okay, so like this back, like, how do you do this back and forth thing? You know, I mean, it is interesting to talk about because it happens. Yeah. I just had a similar situation where someone reached out to me. I've never met them before and they wanted, they want to meet me. And it's not, it's not like potential business for me. It's, it's like a partnership, which I don't really know. But I don't know why they want to meet with me, but it just seemed like, why not? And so we kind of started the process of when's a good time. And so she sent me her calendar link and literally like she only has like Wednesdays from four to five open for the rest of the <laughs> rest of time. So I was like, like, I'm sorry. I'm very happy to try to fit into people's calendars and move things around. But first of all, that's the worst time. And it turns out she's on, on uh, you know, Pacific time. So that makes sense. But I, mean, I so I wrote back and she's a doctor. So maybe, um, maybe she has like surgery other days. I don't really know. Yeah. But, uh, so I wrote back and, and we found another day. I, I asked her to like open up, open something else up and I found another day. And then I said, can you please send me an invite? She's like, yes. And then I never got the invite and I ended up booking something else at that time. And so now we're back to like the, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I have another etiquette question for you. Yeah. Somebody, somebody books a call with you um, and they have, uh, it's really like they're asking for your time, not you're asking for their time. I don't really like to think of things this way. Like I like to have it be more mutual, but yeah, they're asking for your time. And so you get on the call at the designated time call. It could be a coffee meeting, whatever. So you, you sort of, you know, enter the meetup at the designated time. And I know you, you're always early. Um, and so you're there and they're not showing up and they're not getting on the phone. They're not getting on zoom. You're sitting there looking at your reflection on zoom, you know, fixing your mascara and you know, time is ticking. So then like five minutes go by, 10 minutes go by. Like what do you consider a reasonable amount of time to wait for someone? And then do you like email them? Do you just completely just drop it? And what, like, what do you do? Well, I have such a problem when people are late, like, because I grew up, you're right. I'm always early. Like in my family, you could not be late. I mean, it is beyond disrespectful. Like you better be early and you better, better not be late. So I have a big issue with late. I would say, you know, five to seven minutes. I'm probably like, this is, you know, you're late going on 10 minutes. I'm done. Like, uh, you know, that's a lot of my time. 10 minutes is a lot of my time for me to wait for you. Um, but what I would probably do in the interim, why I'm waiting is send an email or a text and just say something to the effect of, you know, I just want to make sure I have the date right or the time right, something like that. And then, um, but after 10 minutes, I'm done. Like, I have no, I, I, I don't, I don't think that that's okay to do to somebody. And listen, I've made mistakes where I've missed something or whatever. Um, and then you just follow up and apologize. But yeah, that's about as much time as I would wait. 
So what do you do? And oh, by the and I'm remembering how I totally stood you up one time. <laughs> one time. <laughs> so what do you do? Maybe two times. <laughs> what do you do if um, if someone texts you like five past the hour when I was supposed to meet, and they're like, "Ooh, there's so much traffic. I'm I'm running. I'm running late. So much traffic. I'll be there in ten. I'm totally fine with that. Like, at least I appreciate that. Like, I get it. And, you know, sometimes it happens and you're late. That's That I'm okay with. I think it's, uh, you know, not saying anything and just making somebody sit there is not okay. Yeah, true. You know? Yeah. I don't know. The traffic thing, I feel like, is I don't love it because I'm like – if you don't live locally, then fine. I get it. You don't know that there's always traffic on Route 9, but there's yeah. always traffic on Route 9. So plan ahead. <laughs> right. Well, for me, it's usually like a map Bloomingdale's and my client is coming on Route 9. And it's like, I'm fine. I'm already there. So it's not Yeah, like- you could do other stuff probably. No. Yeah. yeah. So like to me, it doesn't matter. But I get it. I think, you know, the whole thing about, even though I grew up in the most dysfunctional family ever, the two things that was the rule is you always are dressed and you are never late. And that, those are just like ingrained in me, you know? And my yeah. kids too, like Penelope drives me crazy. I'm like, it doesn't start for 15 minutes. You do not have to leave yet, but she has to because that's just the way it is. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh, hi Stella. Yeah. Um, okay so I noticed recently on your Instagram not recently but that you've been trying all of these different treatments like um, I don't even know I can't even describe the treatment (laughs) and I know some of this you do like in advance of a tv shoot or other occasions all right so people are asking me a lot like lately because I you know I do get asked to do some treatments and stuff and when I before I just went away this one was really amazing and I want to share it with you so I have talked about lymphatic drainage before and you know basically it's it's you know they drain they take all the toxins out of your body it's about an hour but this woman not only did she do that she put me in like saran wrap in like a body bag of heat did I tell you about this no I sw- first of all Jill you know I don't really sweat no you would have been I would have combusted <laughs> I was sweating like I've never sweated before and it felt amazing and she and then she I had some detox tea the whole thing took a, a while this was a, a, like maybe almost two hours and it's at Studio L in um, in Winchester. But wow, I like came out of that a whole new woman. I feel like any problem that I've experienced lately just got really sucked out of me. So was it, were you like, what was the physical effect? Like, did you feel, were you, was it de-bloating or like what yeah. was the? Yeah, so, and you know, you don't, you don't feel it immediately, but I would say like two or three days later. I was totally, my stomach was flat, which it hasn't been in a long time. My, sometimes my thighs feel like they're swollen a little bit, especially from working out. Everything just felt lean. And like, you don't, I don't really drink or like, do, you know, do really bad things or eat really bad, but you just felt like you wanted to be healthier. And like, it is really, I have to tell you, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. 
That's good. Yeah. I have to try it. Do you do the, um, speaking of lymphatic drainage, do you do the, the wine ling thing? What's it called? The, um, gua sha, you know, the thing that you rub on your face and yeah, no, no, but I did just do this other thing. Um, I, I can't remember. I'm going to say Ron, the ex, exilier, exilier. I don't know. I forget what it's called, but for my neck and chin <laughs> and this, I know, but you guys, this is amazing too. So it's three, it's three treatments and basically it lifts and tones your chin and your neck. They only do from like the che- the cheek down and your neck. And um, I have already seen results. Because I started to get a little bit of like, um, what's it called? Here. Jowl. Jowls on my uh, chin. And yeah. it's totally helped it. Really amazing. So how many of these treatments do you get done before you go on vacation? <laughs> well, this happened to be, um, I did both of those, the face and the um, lymphatic drainage. Probably like a week and a half before I went away. Um, but the thing about the lymphatic drainage before you go away, it just feels good, especially if you're going to be in a swimsuit. It just makes you feel like you're not entering into this scary moment where you haven't seen the sun in five months, you know, and your body feels swollen. I mean, I just think it, even if you're not, I just think overall, like it really had a, such a positive effect on me. I was worried I was going to be so dehydrated because it, it really does suck every out, but I felt amazing. So I don't know if you guys are interested. I'm happy to, you know, share the information. Cool. Um, and do you, out of curiosity, do you talk to your, do your kids ask about your treatments? Well, we um, had dinner that night and I was telling them all the treatments that I had for the week. <laughs> So yes. And so, but you know, we talk about, I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not this person that's crazy seeking out treatments. I mean, people are coming to me and offering me these things, which is very nice. And sometimes I say no, because I don't really even know what it is, but you know, for something that is healing like that, um, which I didn't know was going to be that healing, that was positive, right? For the neck and chin stuff, I I mean, I'm going to be 50. They have to understand that this is not something that they need to do ever but you know as my as I'm aging I'm trying to do these things so it's a real conversation about accepting yourself but also I am a person that likes to do things for my to for anti-aging I mean this is real I'm not trying to hide it but I'm also not going under the knife yet or anything yet (laughs) so yeah we talk about it but you know they think I'm crazy by the way too they're like totally think I'm nuts they all do and so there is humor to it. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, you know, it's funny with the vacation thing. Sometimes I would like to just like go on a vacation and not have to think about prepping. Like just not have to, like, I wish I didn't have to like get my nail. I, I don't. I just choose to like get my nails done or spray tan. Or, like sometimes I just wish I could just <laughs> go, oh. go as me. You know all hairy and everything. <laughs> So my nails, like I get my nails done a lot. I was like, you know what? Because we were in Costa Rica. So who cares? Like the stuff's going to peel out. I'm, I did not get my nails done at all. And it felt, I know this is silly because it's just nails, but it felt so good to not have like nail polish on and just yeah. be free, you know? 
The yeah. power's good for my nails too. But I get what you're saying. There's a lot of prep in vacation. <laughs> Um, but you know, skiing is like, it's not as much as beauty maintenance skiing, but it's a lot of other crap. So whatever you do, prep. but you know, I think it's good to feel good about yourself. However you want to do it. You know, that's, that's, that's the key thing. However you want, I'm different than Jill. Jill's different than me. We don't necessarily choose the same things, but I like to inform you guys of some of these things that I've tried because really some of them are not great, but these were happened to be really two good things. So well, thanks for sharing, Tara. Welcome. And if anyone has questions on Tara's treatments, let her know. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts. Jean shorts. Short shorts. Boy shorts. Tennis shorts. Cargo shorts. Pleated shorts. Running shorts. Sport shorts.